Welcome to the club. This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. This podcast exists because we want you to win as artists and as songwriters. And that's why we named it The Climb. C-L-I-M-B stands for Creating Leverage in the Music Business. See how brilliant that is? See see what we did there? Uh, Let me introduce you to my co-host, Brent Baxter. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Annabellum, Joe Nichols, and more. He also helps songwriters turn pro by teaching the art, craft, and the business of songwriting. And you can find Brent at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. It's an innovative artist development company. They help you find your sound, and they help you find your audience. Not only do they develop and improve your artistry, they also grow and monetize your fan base, creating doing the money fingers. Money fingers. Boom, Cash boom, flow. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That's production. Singular. No S. Why is there no S? Because there is no other Johnny Dwinell. Hey, Brent. How you doing, man? Any better, I'd be twins. Any better, be illegal. Ow! There you go. <laughs> well, hey, um, first of all, as always, we want to start off with a note of absolute gratitude. Um, this the, the the downloads on this just keep increasing every single week and it's, it's really blowing my mind i'm like i i guess we'll just keep reaching more people that go back and they binge listen on all the other episodes and find value in that and we so we want to start off by thanking you for thank you for uh for sharing for listening for for caring uh we you know we're here we want you to win and uh, it looks like this this content is is resonating with you so uh, if you're new Please share it. Leave a, a rating and review on iTunes. We love to to hear that. We read uh, the ratings and reviews live. So if you put one up there, we'll definitely give you a shout out. And uh, and and make sure that everybody you think could benefit from this knows about it. Right. Hey Amen. Yeah. I mean, y'all being just incredible about sharing and and downloading and listening. I mean, there have been a couple conversations Johnny I've had looking at the website, going, "Is that right? Yeah. No. What can." What happened? <laughs> 500 that, downloads that, in a day? How did that happen? What? Okay. <laughs> Little old us? What happened? Yeah, so exciting. thank you guys very much. It's, it's awesome. It's it's fun to watch. And, uh, you know, it, it's fun to hear people mention on social and, and Facebook groups and some of that stuff going, hey, I'm listening. Blah, blah, blah. Episode was great. Pulled this, you know, nugget out of it. And that kind of stuff is really does a lot of good because we want to help you guys win. And to hear that kind of feedback like, yes, this is helping me get inspired and this is, you know, motivating me and I've learned this thing or that thing I didn't think of before is just awesome. So yeah, thank you much. We're at least getting everybody to think about it in different ways, you know, and that's that's the that's the best thing we can do. So mm-hmm. so hey, this episode is entitled How to Be Successful and Cut Through the Clutter. Mm. And this episode is gonna be cool, Brent, because it, it this is about it's about creating the art. It's about writing the songs. It's about the recording. It's about the marketing. It's about the whole ball of wax. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start this off 
with this killer quote that blew my mind. My friend James Meany, who's a like a vocal coach to the stars um, and to a lot of my artists, <laughs> um, he's incredible. And and uh, he sent this to me because it because it blew his mind. And when I read it, I was like, wow. So. I'm going to read this quote. This is an Ira Glass quote, who's like some radio guy. Like I'm not familiar with who Ira Glass is, so forgive me. But yeah, I, I, I was surprised to find out that he wasn't an artist, you know, So mm. after reading this. But here's the quote. Nobody tells this to people who are beginners. I wish someone told me. All of us who do creative work, we get into it because we have good taste. But there's a gap. For the first couple years, you make stuff, and it's just not that good. It's trying to be good. It has potential, but it's not. But your taste, the thing that got you into the game, is still killer. And your taste is why your work disappoints you. A lot of people never get past this phase. They quit. Most people I know who do interesting creative work went through years of this. We know our work doesn't have this special thing that we want it to have. We all go through this. And if you are just starting out or you are still in this phase, you got to know it's normal. And the most important thing you can do is do a lot of work. Put yourself on a deadline so that every week you finish one story. It is only by going through a volume of work that you will close the gap and your work will be as good as your ambitions. And I took longer to figure out how to do this than anyone I've ever met. It's going to take a while. It's normal to take a while. You're just going to have to fight your way through it. That's pretty powerful, huh? Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. I mean, I, I think I've read that somewhere before. I've yeah, run across that. Yeah, I, it's oh, dude, it just blew my mind. I've read I've read it like three or four times, and and um. I mean, not only does it apply to songwriters, not only in, in the art and the craft of songwriting, and not only does it apply to artists and their art, mm-hmm. but also uh, to artists and the art of marketing their mm-hmm. art, right? Because that is an art. The yeah. art of making people aware of good art is marketing. That's what that's called. Mm-hmm. And marketing is an art. It needs equal attention, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And, and and here's here's what I got out of this. this is my spin on this, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you what you're you know kind of the way you're framing it in your head, Brent. But mm-hmm. but um to me it, it this this market right now this music where we're going through in this music industry right now it's all about authenticity, and you want proof of that? I mean the market valuation for Snapchat is crushing every other social media platform. There's your proof. Why? Because Snapchat is authentic. You know, mm-hmm. it's only in order for you to make Snapchat work, you have to be on it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and authenticity is why I'm so excited about the new music industry. It's I think it's been long overdue for a disruption of this kind of magnitude. And we're right in the middle of this industry chaos. And those that can't or won't adapt are going to suffer. But those mm-hmm. that see the opportunity, right, that put change the story in their head into opportunity, they're going to thrive, and authenticity is why the new music business belongs to the true artists. You may not see that out there, you guys, but I do. I see it. It's why YouTube is, it's why I, I push YouTube with my artists so much, because that's authentic. It's you in front of the camera being yourself, and people are going to like you, and then your talent's going to come through, and they're going to, that's a different way for them to connect to that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So for those of you out there who are, you know, are wanting to quit, I mean, the reality is, is that you're not wanting to quit because it's hard to get your music out there. You're wanting to quit because you're not authentic yet. Hmm. Yet. You're not authentic with your art yet, or you're not authentic with your marketing yet, or both. And you're getting, you're getting impatient. And, and the writing is on the walls, plain and simple here. And this quote to me talks about the process that an artist must endure to find, to find their authenticity. You know, it's your authentic self, the raw inner soul, that unique inner soul, your voice, your inner voice that's in your music, that's in your writing, and also in your marketing. It only comes to you as you engage in the process. So your job is simple. It's just to practice. Mm -hmm. That's it. Right? Sounds easy. Now, Brandon, I mean, would you, you, does that resonate with you as a songwriter? Yeah, it does in in a couple ways. Um, talking about kind of finding your voice as a creative. Um, you know, I've listened to a bazillion songs of amateur songwriters, songwriters climbing the ladder, pro songwriters, all that stuff. And what I've tended to find is that the beginner's songs are a little more generic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little harder to tell one person's beginner song from another person's in a lot of ways. But as you keep writing, you build your craft and you put the heart back into it. Usually what happens is you start off with a lot of heart, not much craft. Then you get a lot of craft and you get really crafty and lose the heart. And then eventually, hopefully, if you're good enough, you put the heart back into the craft. And that's really when you start finding your voice. And so it comes a point where, you know, a Craig Wiseman song is a Craig Wiseman song. Yeah. You know, Shane McAnally song is a Shane McAnally song. It's got a the Luke Laird song. Exactly. But a lot of beginner songs, it's like maybe don't have that as much because you just haven't developed the craft enough for the true you to come out yet. The the pipes are all clogged with inexperience. Or hey, I'm I'm writing I was trying to write Garth Brooks songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of still am. But, you know, you you start off writing more like your heroes because mm-hmm. that's, you know, your influence. And you that's start off emulating. emulating. We all do. Mm-hmm. Right. And then eventually you learn how to have yourself come through in your songs. And I think there's more of me coming through in my songs now than there was 10 years ago and definitely more than, say, 20 years ago. I'm writing about what's more important, my worldview, my slant on things, because I've cleaned the pipes out enough, you know, through the craft that me is able to come through more cleanly. Yeah. And to have more me in there. You listen to more of my songs now, you're going to know me better. And so, therefore, it has more distinctiveness to it because, hey, we're all snowflakes, aren't we? <laughs> well, And that's just it. Like, the closer you get to your inner soul, the, 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 the byproduct is uniqueness the byproduct is ingenuity the byproduct is true creativity because you're putting your slant on the same 12 chords that have been around for thousands of years you know right. um in the same 26 letters in the mm-hmm. alphabet you know um so you know for the overthinkers the self-proclaimed quote-unquote researchers and perfectionists who use these words these monikers as an excuse to wait your job is just to do. I can promise you that you're never going to lay down all the necessary railroad track 
before the journey in advance of adding the train. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, life is, and, and this is, I'm 48. I'm, I'm telling you, I, this is probably the biggest lesson I've ever learned is that life is about just laying enough railroad track to stay ahead of the train. You know, mm-hmm. your job is to practice your art. Your job is to practice your songwriting. Your job is to practice your marketing. Until you practice your instrument, your songwriting, and your marketing, the music will never come. Mm-hmm. You know, you won't create effective killer marketing until you endure the process of working on it. Your job is to practice. There are no excuses for not doing your job. There are no shortcuts to, you're not going to become a killer marketer through osmosis. You're not going to become a killer songwriter through osmosis, through listening to tons of songs only. You actually have to do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the market, the, 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 the potential fans right? Professional business relationships and your peers aren't going to tolerate anyone who claims to be an artist and doesn't do the work. Right. Because artists it's, create. It's inauthentic, right? It's so easy to spot the artists who declare themselves authentic, but clearly haven't endured enough of the process. We can tell, right? They sound mm-hmm. derivative it's a, and it's a turnoff. It is. So, you know, I I hear from feedback from my community that, I mean, the number one biggest challenge that they have is is marketing. But few of you work that hard at it. Most of you ignore it completely. So it's no secret that that's your biggest challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, your job is to practice. Uh, You won't close the gap without the work. Mm -hmm. You know, and there is no, there's no cookie cutter path, right? And I think there's a famous quote, I'm going to screw this up, but it's something like if you're on a well trampled path through the woods, you are not on any kind of anything that's original. <laughs> you know, right. so yeah. if you're going to be original, man, not it's all machetes and yeah, it's all machetes and all kinds of obstacles that you're going to have to get just you need to just know that. Expect that, mm-hmm. you know? And starting with how is it that you're going to market yourself, right? And, and the only way that you're going to figure that out is by doing the work. Um, yeah. Something you said about the railroad tracks, there's a different analogy that I've heard that I think is really appropriate. And it's the analogy of headlights on a car. You know, you may start off driving from Arkansas to, you know, I don't know, Dallas. And you can't, your headlights aren't going to light up that whole trip. That's right. It's just going to light up a little bit in front of you but you can make the whole drive that way. That's a good point. Uh, you know, uh, Martin Luther King, right? You, you, faith is, is not being able to see the whole staircase, but still taking that first step, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that, don't we in a way, in your analogy with the headlights, have faith that the headlights are going to show us just enough of what we need to get in front of us to get us a little farther forward. But you're exactly. right. We can't see Dallas from Arkansas. Right. You know, that's a great analogy, man. Um, that's I thought it was a good one. I wish I'd made it up. I mean, so <laughs> I, I wish I wish you did too. It's genius. It sounds like right. something you'd make up, though. Well, thank you. So your job is to practice, right? Just like if you're going to get from Arkansas to Dallas, your job is to get in the car, start it, and go and move forward, right? And mm-hmm. I'll even be more clear with this, Brent, is that your job is to practice with no expectations whatsoever, whatsoever, other than doing the job of an apprentice. Mm-hmm. You must become a student 
of an apprenticeship. You know, you need information, you need guidance, you need mentors, teachers, education, humility to find the authenticity that is your inner voice. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All those things come into play. And, uh, you know, when you truly start the journey on your art, in your marketing, the immediate result is it increases your passion because you keep getting a little bit better every single day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you start to close that gap, you know. And there's at some point, you kind of turn that corner, I think, out of that frustration. Did you go through that frustration, Brent, like it, that... Do you still go through it? That it that it, that it talked about in that um, in that uh, in that quote. Just the, yeah, the gap between what my taste says is a great song and what my skill set allows me to write. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's funny because I was thinking about it while you're reading that quote, and and it's the flip side of it because I think people kind of fall into one of two camps. The one is the people that are just like, this sucks. I'm terrible at this. How do I do this? But I can't stop, right? There's that. Mm-hmm. I think in a way I fell into the other camp, which was, I yeah, I had good taste, but I didn't have clear perspective on how far away my songs were from that good taste, meaning I thought I was better than what I was. Right. And so therefore, what kept me going was not the, I mean, I knew I wasn't, you know, whoever it would have been at, like at the time, like a Gary Burr or a, you know, Bob DePiro songwriter or a Kent Blazy or Garth Brooks. But, you know, I was, it was funny just thinking back, like how many times Tim and I were sitting on one of those hay, bill, hay bales or sitting around a campfire playing our original songs and just thinking, this is just as good as the stuff on the radio. <laughs> it was so not. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so on one hand, we we just had the, I don't know, delusions of grandeur, right? Yeah. We thought we were better than we were. 
But on the other hand, we balance that with wanting to get better and knowing we could get better and feeling like we had to get better. Right. And so we, you know, I was still coachable. I was hungry for knowledge. I was doing things to learn the craft and working on the craft. I didn't use my my delusion or grandeur as an excuse to sit back and go, all right, time to be discovered. I got this down, baby. No, I was encouraged by what I felt, you know, I was writing. I thought it was as good as the stuff on the radio. Like I said, it, it wasn't, but I was also struggling, you know, I was striving mm-hmm. trying to get better and better. So I think people kind of fall into maybe one of those two camps, uh, or maybe the third camp is the, they think they're awesome and they don't learn. Thankfully, I had that camp's out there, awesome, yeah. but <laughs> that camp's out there and you won't be hearing from them on the radio, no. unfortunately, or fortunately. But, you know, so I didn't struggle so much with, man, I'm just, you know, terrible and oh, this is not good enough and stuff. It always, uh, you're talking about making progress and kind of find enjoying that. I've, I've heard a study somewhere that, you know, really what makes people happy is a sense of progress. Yes. You know, and I think that's a lot of what it was for me. Like, I'm getting better. I feel like I'm getting better. Like, even if my songs weren't there yet, and I was still trying to find a way to get, like, after I moved to Nashville and, and kind of got recalibrated mm. on where my songs were. Oh, School. wow. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> it's not even a hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's that stuff. So that kind of, you know, reset my meter. Sure, But, you know, still, you're like, I'm not there yet. You know, publishers are passing on my songs. But, man, I'm getting better. The, the comments are getting better. My co-writers are, you know, I'm climbing that ladder. The progress, man. Yeah. And same thing with, like, you know, with starting Songwriting Pro. I started with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but seeing new people, you know, subscribe to the, the blog. You know, getting the the first couple coaching clients or selling that first ebook. My goodness, that was a rush. Yeah. You know, watching the community grow, starting the Facebook group and seeing people in there and, you know, having a party and I just get to host it, you know. And yeah, it's not, you know, a million dollar business or anything like that. But man, it's making progress and it's helping people. Yeah. And that sense of progress is so important to feeding you and feel like you're you can keep going right and the progress doesn't come without the work you know but 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 so what you just described is is as you start to get those little nuggets of progress it feeds back into your passion right it makes you even Mm -hmm. more passionate about what you're doing because you're having some success you're helping people you're making a difference and you're growing and Mm -hmm. people respond to passion yeah. You know, like that's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm blessed to say that, that, I, you know, I've had a lot of different sort of jobs in my life and I've been in some different industries, whether it was music, financial, uh, electronics, and everything that I worked on, like I really loved it. I dug it. I was really mm-hmm. into it, you know? And so because of that, it was my passion that, that moved people to, to perform for me, right? To say, mm-hmm. yes, Johnny, I, I'm going to get that loan from you. You know, yes, I'd like to buy this gear. This, you're right. Like everything you're saying makes almost so much sense. But the way I served it up, it was the passion that 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 really made it. You know, made me undeniable, right? Mm-hmm. And and it, you know, it's one thing to have a God-given talent, and but it's something else altogether to have talent and passion that yeah. that comes from a work ethic. And I I know. 
and I bet you do too, Brent. Um, and I'll bet you everybody listening to the podcast probably got somebody they know that they're thinking of right now who has some amazing amount of talent and they just kind of don't give a damn, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, and sometimes we get envious of that. Like, and we think to ourselves, well, if I just had that talent, you know, Oh yeah. That talent with my engine, with my motor, baby. Right. And I would, (laughs) but the truth is that when you think like that, you both suffer from the same preventable, preventable disease, which is, you know, like apathy and marketing, right? Whether you're trying to market your song to publisher or to a song plugger, or you're trying to market your art, your, your music to a market, right? To, to Mm -hmm. fans, uh, you know, the drive you seek, the drive that you're missing, which is true authenticity will come in your art. The more that you practice and, and the authenticity that you seek, the impact that you want to have to people in the marketplace will come from practice. And that impact is in writing the songs in recording the songs and being a better act. And then also the impact from becoming an artist at marketing that art and getting those people there, you know, and your confidence begins to blossom and, and that blossoms with the preparation in your art and the repetition in your marketing. You know, there's a, there's a, um, a Confucius quote that says, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Mm -hmm. And just think about that for a second. I mean, the, 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 the more that you work on your art and on your marketing, the more that you close the gap, the more educated that you get and you start to recognize things that you didn't recognize before. This is actually a teacher right here. Mm. That makes sense? Yeah. When I say that, and, and as you close the gap, you get closer and closer to true authenticity. And as you close the gap, you inevitably become increasingly more familiar with your true inner voice. You start to recognize it. Yeah. And you start to understand who you are and who you aren't and what your lane is and what your lane isn't. And, 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 and as we were talking about before, you know, since every human being is unique and, and, uh, you know, even twins have different fingerprints, they don't have the same fingerprints. Everything else is the same, but not their fingerprints. Hmm. Uh, the byproduct of finding your true inner voice is originality, innovation, ingenuity, and creativity. You know, you become more original, your passion begins to swell and, and you can't confuse passion by the way with arrogance, cockiness, or bravado, because they're different things. Yeah, they are. You know, and you can't fool us with that. Like, you think you're fooling us with that, but you can't fool. The reality is we don't get fooled, you know. But sometimes passion, real passion, comes wrapped in arrogance, cockiness, and bravado, and that's different, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, I think of David Lee Roth, you know, like, like that. But, um, I mean, only passion cuts through the clutter, Right, passion for your art, passion for the work, passion for your marketing, is how you're going to cut through the clutter. Mm-hmm. And and the more the, the passion begins to swell, the more the marketplace begins to respond to your passion. And your audience is going to grow at live shows. It's going to grow on social media. It's going to grow on YouTube. And you're going to reach out and touch people. And and as your audience grows. Guess what? The teachers, the mentors, the people that are going to help you get to the next level start coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. They start showing up, right? And and then those opportunities that you have become abundant 
And here's the rub, man. This whole reality that we just described of you becoming that self-actualized artist and marketer that you want to be like creating true art that is truly authentic and then actually getting it to the market, you know, getting it to people and changing their lives. It all starts with one really ugly four-letter word. Uh, This is a family-friendly podcast, Johnny. Work. (laughs) Oh, that was even worse than I thought it was going to be. (laughs) Four-letter word is work. You're just not going to get around it, you guys. You know, I mean, I, just from doing my job, I've learned more from about marketing in the last year than the year before, you know, mm. it, it, from doing it, just from doing it every day and running across this and running across that. It's how you get it done, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's um, that's what I had to say about that. That's good stuff, brother. I think that might be your quickest episode. I think you're right. I mean, it's amazing. we need a, just about ten more minutes of content. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but with that, listen. You know, uh, I will tell you guys that um, uh, as always, the the it, the Twitter book is free at, at giftfromjohnny.com. It's a best selling Twitter book. I give it away for free. Uh, it'll it'll teach you the platform and and a way to reach out and target an audience and get a thousand brand new followers for free every single month. And it's the same code that you got to crack for Instagram. So it's a great book. Just tell me where to send it. We'll get it out to you. And um, if you're feeling a little stuck, if you need some personalized attention, we also offer the the uh, consulting. And we do charge for that, but it is, I mean, you'd be amazed at what we can do in less than two hours. Uh, I'll look over all your social media platforms. I'll look over your website. If you have a web store, I'll look at that. And um, we will... And I'll put together a, a plan of what you can do to start to move forward based on what you've been doing already and give you some direction. And, and you know, like you said, Brent, when you, you know, progress, right? When you start to mm-hmm. feel like there's progress that's going to happen, it, it's, it's, it starts to create momentum just within like your soul. So that's what those, those really, that's the transformation that happens with the, with the, consult with the consulting stuff so just get a hold of me at info at daredevilproduction.com again info at daredevilproduction.com production singular no s and um and we'll set up a time and and i'll get all your links and and we'll go through and start working so with that guys we want to brings us to an end of another episode of the climb we're we're here we want you to win this podcast exists because we want to be in educational inspirational and motivational and, and get you to do this for yourself and climb that ladder so with that we'll say keep on climbing and we'll see you at the top It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 